Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I just want to quickly share a few things with you. Sometimes when you call for healing meetings like this and meetings of this nature, people just want, oh, just pray for me quickly. No, he sent his word first, right? You need to understand a few things. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Are you there? Verse 1. Look at this. I know most of you know this scripture. I, I want to bring out something for you to understand. Okay. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Now, pay attention. To everything there is a season. To everything there is a season. What is he trying to say here? He says, that means there's nothing this ha- that happens in this world that happens outside the season. Everything that happens in this world is that happens in its season. He says, to everything there is a season. Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. Things don't just happen, they happen in season. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. The reason God put the sun, the reason God put the moon, is that so that they will divide the day from the night so that they will be for signs and for seasons. Things happen in their seasons. Sometimes when people preach the gospel, Especially when you see a lot of young ministers preaching the gospel. Of late, as the more they have revelation of the word of God, the more they have revelation into the scriptures, they erase the sovereignty of God as pertaining issues. When you, says, you see someone preaching like that, you know that the person is a young preacher. <laughs> because the world has been set in seasons and things are happening for men in their seasons. That's why you can find somebody who pray, pray, pray and it is a fact, for example, that God is good. It's a fact. And you can actually see it in some people's life, but some other people know God, yet you cannot see this particular season in their life. You cannot see this particular state of God in their life. Why? Because sometimes they are set in times and seasons. It's that to everything there is a season. Then it says, a purpose to everything under the heaven. Why did Solomon say that there's nothing new under the sun? Very clear statement. He's not saying there's nothing new. Because with God, if he is God, there should be something new. But the, the difference is there is nothing new under the sun. Now, at the time, Solomon was saying there's nothing new under the sun. That was... Solomon came after David. 
Later on, when Isaiah came and Ezekiel came, they prophesied, God said, I will do a new thing. So that statement is not really accurate if we are supposed to take him literally. But if you read the scriptures, you understand what Solomon was saying. Solomon was being prophetic. Solomon was speaking prophetically and seeing God as God would say. He says, there's nothing new under the sun because the sun is part of the light that divides the day from the night and sets times and seasons. So that means if there's anything that happens under the sun, that thing happens in season, that means it will be cyclical. If you want to find something that is new, you would have to go above the sun. Because that is where time does not exist. So that is where there will not be any seasons. But once it will be under the sun, it will be under a season. So you see that these things happen in their seasons. Sometimes are happening in their seasons. So God, declare, God declares a new thing that will happen. Let me give you an example. Isaiah 61. Verse 1. Isaiah 61, verse 1. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim, look at liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Now, hold on. Now, at this time, God has called Isaiah and he's prophesying. And Isaiah says that this is the assignment God has given him. He said, he had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So, prior to the time these people were captives, was it that God didn't want to release them? God wanted to release them. So, God set a season and brought a prophet to speak the word that will release them. So, the season of their um, deliverance had come. So he says, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Go ahead. To proclaim, that's, that's the point. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Doesn't mean every other year of the Lord is not acceptable. No, there is an acceptable year of the Lord. So God sent Isaiah to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That means there was a particular year coming that was the acceptable year of the Lord. That was going to be a year that God was going to release his blessing upon the people of Israel. So he says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. There was going to be a season of the acceptable year of the Lord. So you see that once it is under, under, under the sun, it goes in a circle. It is cyclical. That means there will be a time, you see, an acceptable year of the Lord will come. Then afterward, the people might enter into another... Okay, for example, look at um, when Joseph saw what was going to happen in Egypt. God told him to tell them, he said, there's going to be famine. He said, seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. He said, but the seven years of famine will eat up the seven years of plenty. That means these two seasons are going to come and you will need wisdom to maintain the blessing of one season into the other. Now, what's that? Okay, why can't this God just stand up? Why can't God just stand up and immediately start um, saying, okay, there's no point for the farming. Just enjoy. No, the farming came and even affected his own people. Then when you listen to Joseph, Joseph actually said, God sent me ahead. That means the thing was in a season. Now, for example, when God was giving the law to the children of Israel, he said, he said to them that he's going to give them seven feasts. Make sure you're listening. He's going to give them seven feasts. That is seven um, 
what's a, a simple way of saying feast? Come again. Festival. Nice, nice, nice. So it's going to give them seven festivals. There's going to be Passover. There's going to be Pentecost. There's going to be Rosh Hashanah. There's going to be different, different. Now, there were seven. Now, the children of Israel were very smart, especially with the prophets. They were very smart. So any time, listen, any time they wanted major miracles to happen, they prayed during the times of the feast. Because the feasts were not the feast of Israel. They were the feast of the Lord. God said, they are my feast. And according to the scripture, when we get to heaven, the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is akin to one of the feasts, will actually happen. So they are the feast of the Lord. So they are the seasons of the Lord. That means God set those things in seasons. I hope you are following what I'm saying. So everything happens in its season. That is how God made the world. He made them to happen in their seasons. Are you ready? Remember what I said? I said, when he set the light in Genesis 1 verse 14, he said he set them for signs and for seasons. Acts chapter 1 verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Look at verse 7. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father put in his own power. That means the times and seasons, God puts them in his own power. So God decides the season. God decides the times. So he says, it, God, Jesus Christ said to them, He said, It is not for you to know um, the days, um, for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his, in his own power. Okay, for example, there's no prayer meeting we can organize. No matter how much we fast and kill ourselves, we cannot organize prayer meeting and say that this prayer meeting, we want Jesus to come back early. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, we're going to do 24 days fasting. It, no matter who dies, it will not move God. You see, prayer does not move God. You know, that is our mentality, that prayer moves God. Remember, I said this thing one time in the service. I said, you cannot pray off a prophetic agenda. You can only seek an exemption. So, we cannot organize 24 days prayer meeting without eating dry fasting. That Because a lot of Christians have suffered. Jesus will just come. Me like this, me, I want him to come. It's true. Or oh, you don't want him to come? You know, when you check your life, you check yesterday. When you check yesterday, you are not so sure if you want him to come. For me, I think I want him to come. Actually, I, I want him to come. Because I, I, sometimes I imagine how it will be when we get to heaven. Now we see Jesus. Oh, I really want him to come, truly. The Bible talks about we'll have convocations, meetings. That means you... No, so I actually want him to come. But some of you don't. But then, if we gather ourselves and we say, okay, Lord, you already said that Jesus will come. So let's organize prayer meeting and pray that Jesus will come early. Then we gather, we start praying. Look, that prayer will not even be heard. Talkless of being answered. Why? Because it has been set in a time and a season. 
So, things don't just happen. They are set in times and seasons. Alright. Now, let's move it up a little. John chapter 5. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. Are you seeing? Are you seeing? That was one of the feasts of the Lord. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there was at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at this at a certain season. I think. For an angel went down at the setting season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Wow. The pool was there. He said the angel will come in a setting season. Then the angel will come and stare the water. When he stares the water, he says the first to jump into the water. No matter the sickness, there is no there's no sickness that, that the water is scared of because it was in the season. In a certain season. So, the angel will come and stare the water. Then whosoever jumps into the water first, whoo, you're healed. Okay. Of whatsoever this is there. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. Wow. The guy had been sick for 38 years. Like Pastor Chris says, long years. No, think about it. When you are even having a headache for five days, it's like, somebody help me. Help me. You know, when, when, when you, were, you were younger, when you are younger, and maybe your mom is there, <laughs> mommy, my headache. When you grow, you don't have any mommy around. I mean, hey, 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 hey. Hey, is this how I'll die? Is this how I'll die? Because I wake up with a sharp pain in your body. The pain. Oh, hey. You just hold yourself and you're just like now. Maybe you can't breathe. Maybe you're having an asthmatic attack. Or something. Oh, is this how I'll end? You know, a lot of asthmatic cases will be healed today. A lot of them. Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another stepped down before me. Because the guy is impotent. So, before the water is troubled, I mean, this people don't sleep. Will we go? <laughs> because Maybe one time you close your eyes, the angel has stirred the water. And there's no particular season they'll say that, okay, the angel is coming. There's no trumpet, nothing. Angel is coming. By the time you realize, first person, now you are impotent to your feet. How will you jump into the water? So it says, he had no man to push him into the water. Now, who will be with you for 38 years? And, very risky venture, I tell you. Now, Jesus said unto him, 
Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. And the Jews therefore said unto him, That was cured. It was Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. But wait. Now, many of you missed something there. Go back. Verse 7. Okay, verse 8, sorry. You missed something there. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Verse 9. And immediately the man was made whole. Now, you have missed something there. What have you missed there? Now, this is so against the description that was given us from the beginning. The description is, an angel will come and stare at the water. Then somebody will jump in. Then somebody will be healed. This time around, no angel has stared any water. Jesus disregarded the season. Why? Because he was the season of God's healing. Hold on. Do you remember Genesis chapter 1? He said he set the light. Jesus said he was the light of the world. And the light was set for times and for seasons. Jesus was the season of... Are you listening? Jesus was the season of God in the human body. Everywhere Jesus went to, it was a new season. Not like the former season. So, it didn't matter who had stared what water. It didn't matter who, how long you had been seen. Anytime Jesus Christ entered a place, he was the season of God. Because he was the light that determined that season. Jesus was God's season of mercy. Jesus was God's season of grace. The law came by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus. So, the law was a season. Moses brought the law, and when he brought the law, the law, Bible says the law was a light. Anytime there's a light, there's a new season. God brings light to determine a new season. So, when Moses brought the law, the law was a light. So, the, the law was a, new, was a season. A season of, if you make mistake with God, God will kill you. That's a season. Now, Jesus appears on the scene and says that, no, your sins don't have to kill you. Now, I'm the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So I have brought in a new definition of the seasons. I am God's new season for mercy. Now, he says, if you remember what we said on, on Sunday, when the Lord says, I'll proclaim the name of the Lord, he said, the Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious. He says, the Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious. Long-suffering, that means slow to anger. That is what David quoted later on. He said, the Lord, the Lord, plenteous in mercy. He said, merciful and gracious. That means a season of mercy. Jesus was a season of mercy. Then he was a season of grace. Slow to anger. Then he says what? Abundant in goodness and truth. Jesus is the goodness of God in a human body. Now, pay attention. Jesus was the word of God. Or is the word of God. Let me explain. When we say the word of God, people begin to think, oh, what I'm preaching right now, okay, what I'm saying is the word of God. No. I am using words to communicate the word of God. 
Think about it. <laughs> it's not the English I'm speaking, that is the word of God. I am using the English words to communicate to you the word of God. 2008, when I had the death experience, when I came out of my body, all the experience I had, most of the time, that communication was done. It was not done with words. Something can be looking at you. You know, when the Bible says that the, the, the serpent spoke to Adam and Eve, okay, when the serpent spoke, spoke to Adam and Eve, some people and some essays have been trying to say, we are believing a dumb book of snakes speaking. And if you listen to them hard enough, you might think, yeah, it's true. Like, ah, if snakes were speaking, then why are snakes not speaking now? Because you don't understand the truth of the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, you don't need to talk to be heard. Look, how many of you, I don't know if any of you, this has ever happened to them. You have ever walked to a tree and the tree was talking to you. All right. Now, now, your problem is that you are thinking the tree had a mouth. No. Solomon said, I went to the field of a lazy man and I received wisdom. When Solomon saw the ants being hard working, the ants were talking to Solomon. So he got a full message from the ants by just being hard working. So the word of God came from the ant without the ant opening his mouth. Alright, well, today we have gone to class two, alright? <laughs> so in the spirit, you don't need to talk to be heard. During miracle service, I taught along this line a little. I just went a little into that. Now, look at Saul. Uh, who became Paul, right? He was Saul of Tarsus. He was going, he was going. Bible says, a light knocked him down. Remember, a light. Bible says, brighter than the noonday sun. Knocked him down. When the light knocked him down, he fell. Then he, he heard God. It was a full sermon. When you read all the things that um, the Bible says that Jesus said to him, it was a long sermon to deliver the captives. It's a long sermon. Long sermon. That's the, it filled a lot of pages in the Bible. Long sermon. Meanwhile, the Bible says that the men that Saul was with, they said they didn't hear any sermon, they just heard thunder. The same thing that was thunder to somebody's ears was Hebrew to another man. So, Jesus can walk up to you and you will not, he will not, he might not say anything. If he releases light, you will get the message. You will get the message. Jesus was the season. Now, look at it. God wanted to be good to man. The new season of God's goodness and God's love and God's grace had come. It was a new season. And God was trying to communicate that season. He brought Jesus. Jesus was the goodness of God in the human body. So, he was the walking goodness of God. That thing God wanted to achieve by being good to the people, Jesus was that goodness of God. Jesus was that season. 
So if in everything there is a season, we are in the season of God's goodness. You are sick for no reason. Jesus is in this place. And that ovarian cyst is being healed. Now, on Sunday, while I was sharing, I had to quickly rush and, 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 and fly out of the country. What I, if I may remember, I said that someone was being healed at the back. And that was the only case I mentioned. Actually, it was one of our sisters who had been diagnosed with something in her spine. And she said, sir, I couldn't even lift my hand. He said, right after you gave that word, said, I realized that now. She said, now. She began to lift her hand. That was all that required. Because Jesus is God's season of healing. He's God's season of grace. He's God's season of goodness. Like I said, someone might hear that God is good. Right by your nose. God will be blessing your neighbor. Right by your nose. And you'll be wondering, like, God, how are you seeing? Can't you see? At least see and see my side. Like, you know? So you're just wondering. Why? Because the person has... The revelation of the season of God's goodness has come to him. Now, any time, you know why I always um, advocate, I said, stick to the word. Look at the word. Spend time with the word of God. You know why? Because the season can be there. If the knowledge of it doesn't come to you, never see it. Season can be there. So, that season is here. Lift your hand. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, forget about what you are going through. If you are standing in for somebody here, forget about it. Forget about the person. Just focus on Jesus. I'm seeing somebody with a pain in the breast. It's a very excruciating pain on the left breast. This is the season. Migraine headaches are going out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're still, do, we're still doing this, huh? Brother Kumi was sharing a testimony with me. I'm not going to the full testimony, but let me show what I know. Right? Because immediately I came back. He was just sharing a testimony with me. His wife had gotten pregnant. Alright? Hold on. <laughs> I got him pregnant. Then, she miscarried. Hold on. She miscarried. Doctor said she has miscarried. Nothing is there again. <laughs> so, so he came to see me and told me, I said, it's okay, just, let's keep doing the work of God. Ah, do you know that if you are carnal, you say, ah, pastor doesn't care about what my wife is going through. All he wants us to let's go and do the work of God. I said, let's go, let's do the work of God. Kai, in fact, the wife should be, even be angry. What kind of pastor is this? Get out! 
I didn't even allow him to mention it another more time. Like say, oh, sorry for it. No, let's do the work of God. Because we belong in a season. We don't miscarry. Today, the scan came out. The baby is today. Am I right? Am I right? I didn't have time to, to, to listen to the school testimony, but the baby is there. They send the scan, the baby has chalk. Praises to your name. Oh Lord, praises to your name. Oh When a season of God's grace Thank you Jesus There's someone watching me with a, a difficulty in walking. It's like you're from your knees, your back and your knees. This is the season of God's grace for you.
Listen. If you have any condition that you were born with, if you are not born with it, I'll, I'll come to that. If you have any condition you were born with, come. your right hand where you need that miracle.
Thank you, Jesus. Right now, right now, I remember some time ago, it was some years ago, and there was, we were praying, we were having a prayer meeting, and there was a lady who said, she doesn't understand chemistry. So I called her forward, and I prayed for her, and I blew on her. The next time she went back into her class, she was teaching her mates. Now, listen, put your hand on your chest. I minister wisdom. That subject that you could not understand. We are children of God. I minister understanding. Wisdom in the night season. Understanding in the day. Wisdom in the night. Understanding in the day. That thing you did not understand. Understanding is open for you. 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 You hear the voice of God. You hear the voice of God. Understanding in your business. Understanding in your business. Wisdom. Wisdom. Supernatural ideas. You know, you know, as we are, as we are worshiping, I saw demons walking out of this place. Demons are walking out of this place. Demons are walking out of this place. Listen, there's an HIV case that has been healed. There's an HIV case that has been healed. Now, you see, sometimes um, body smell, all right, body smell, sometimes it is not the fault of the one having it. There's something called a foul spirit. Foul spirit can cause a certain smell. You will use every deodorant, everything, it will never come out. In the name of Jesus, I command a season of healing for that body. Go in the name of Jesus. I command that ulcer to leave. I command that ovarian cyst to be healed. In the name of Jesus. I command that healing for that ear. That ear that cannot hear, I command that healing now. I command those eye defects to be healed now. In the name of Jesus. 
I command your lungs to be freed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every pain of the body leaves now in the name of Jesus. I command that growth to die. I command that growth to die. I command that growth to die. Where's the guy who came who came for that he was stammering? Where's the guy? Blessings of the Spirit of God here. Blessings of the Spirit of God here. Blessings of the Spirit of God here. a new season for you. It's the beginning of a new season of God's goodness for you. I want you to believe it and receive it. Your life is entering a new season. The season of God's goodness. A new season is beginning for you. A new season is beginning for you. A new season is beginning for you. You know, as I'm prophesying like this, I saw angels entering people's houses. And demons were walking out of those houses. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, some demons are hiding in some people. But this is the time for them to go out now. I prophesy a new season. A new season into your family. 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 A new season into your life. A new season into your life. And the life of your loved ones is a new season. A new season of God's goodness. A new season where you will shout that His goodness is running after you. A new season of God's love and favor. You have entered a new season of God's mercy. A new season of God's mercy. say promotion there are some of you who are working it's time for promotion some of you are in ministry it's time for promotion I heard the Lord say promotion 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 you are entering that season the gates are open. You are entering that season. You are entering that season. You are entering that season. It's a new season. It's a new season. It's a new season. It's a new season. A new season. And in this new season, God is making you the news. It's going to be groundbreaking testimonies. Groundbreaking testimonies. You know, there are testimonies that are like family testimonies, not just one person. The whole family. The whole family. Pastor Sam, what, what, what's happening? So we have a testimony over here. You know, let me tell you something. This is what the Lord said to me. There are many people who have been healed. The issue of the ovarian cyst. Let me tell you what, what. The person has abnormal cycle, menstrual cycle. That's what the Lord was showing me. And the pain is so much that sometimes the person has to take alcohol. That's what the Lord was showing me. And the, the Lord is saying it's actually, it's not because of her cycle, it is an ovarian cyst. And many other people have been healed there now. But you know, like when we had the miracle service, like Mr. Hagan said, he said, I decided that I will go home and go and check. No, sometimes the word is only a sign and a wonder. I, I will have to lay my hand on you. Tell me what's happening there. So we had 
She came with her medical report. Praise God. So apparently there was another condition, bronchus pneumonia. That was the main issue that she was suffering from, sir. And says so she's saying that right now she's totally healed. She has no symptoms whatsoever. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, it's just a sign. Come, precious. Come. Is this a sign of what the Lord has done here? Many people have been healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Done so much for me, I cannot tell it all now. 